Welcome to the Teen Financial Freedom Podcast. Teen Financial Freedom is a personal finance blog run by teens who are on a mission to equip their peers with the knowledge, resources, and understanding they need to become financially free for the rest of their lives. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to the Teen Financial Freedom Podcast. It is me, Chase, the host of today's podcast. I'm here with Jacob, me and him. We were recording this other episode a second ago, and we uh, we were hit by this idea, this, this topic that we kind of wanted to talk about, because it's something that we've seen in Teen Financial Freedom. It's a common pattern that we see in people and, and in entrepreneurship that we wanted to bring to the attention of everyone here because it can have a major impact on you in your business. If you're trying to look for a partner, if you're trying to work with a team, this can have a major impact on how well you perform and how far you go in life. And that is the idea of people being a visionary or an executioner. But we'll get into that in just a second. Jacob, executor, how not executioner. We talked about Oh, no. Oh, we just talked about that. Okay, no, no, no. An, an executor, an executor, not an executioner. We're not chopping people's heads off here. <laughs> that's funny, man. Jacob. We were just like, you doing today, my for saying that, but now you said it. That's fine. Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> shut up. <laughs> yeah, anyways, guys. Anyways, yeah, we're just kind of trying to hope, or hopefully, we're going to be explaining this this concept to you because this was something we noticed uh, when Chase and I were on a phone call the other night. We we were kind of talking about how within the TFF team, we've noticed there's basically two types of people. There's the visionaries of the group, and then there's the executors of the group. And we kind of looked at each member of our team and we kind of tried to identify which one each person was. So what we started to realize though, before I'll just preface with this, I don't want to, I don't want to give anybody the wrong idea that you're necessarily one or the other. What we've sort of realized is that uh, you are always a mix of both. Of course, everybody is both a visionary and an executor. It's just most people sort of lean towards one side or the other. So for myself, I'm probably more on the visionary side. You know, Terry is definitely a visionary as well. Then we look at people like Donnie. She's definitely an executor. She just gets stuff done like nobody else. It's insane. It's impressive. And then you look at Ian. He's probably more on the executor side. And then Ruby, we probably don't know her, I mean, as well as the other ones so far. But, but we'll I mean, find she's out. probably probably a mix of both as well. Chase is definitely a mix of both because um, we see him. He has so many ideas. He's calling me practically every day with new ideas, and that's awesome. Um, <laughs> but then he's also helping us actually take action and implement those ideas. And so I guess, Chase, I want to hear your take on, I mean, from your perspective, since you're kind of a mix of both, where does that come from? Like, why do you think you're, how did you, I guess, achieve the ability to kind of be a mix of both a visionary and an executor? Well, I think I'll answer your question in just a second. But first, I kind of want to define what oh, we're talking true, about when true. we say a visionary <laughs> or an executor. Because, I mean, it's, it's kind of a weird abstract concept. Like People hear the word visionary and they're like, oh, what does that mean? And so when we're talking about someone who's a visionary, we're talking about that one friend you have who always has a new freaking idea. Mm-hmm. You know, like you, you come into school one day and they're like, dude, I know how we can cheat on the test. And he's like, we're going to go learn tonight. Tonight, we're going to learn sign language. All right, we're going to go home. We're going to study sign language all night. When we come back tomorrow, we're going to be able to tell each other the answers <laughs> with, with our hands. All right? Uh, why do I get the impression that you've done that before? I, it's an idea that I've had many, many times. Um, <laughs> That's funny. And then, and then the next day he comes in and he's like, dude, forget the sign language thing. I have an even better idea. All right? You know Elon Musk's microchips? That's how we're doing it. We're going to just beam, beam each other's thoughts to each other. That's the kind of person when we're talking about when we say a visionary. We're talking about those people who have ideas all the time. And they're always, they always have this picture in their head that they can kind of explain to you, maybe not quite 
super well, but they have this picture in their head and they just want to go for it. There are those people who are looking not, they're not just looking straight at the present moment. There are people who are looking further into the future who can see a plan two weeks, a month, six months, a year in advance. We're talking about the kind of people that are going to lay out a roadmap for everyone else around them, or at least partial part of a roadmap. They'll give you like, you know, the intersections, but then you'll, they'll, they'll walk away and let you figure out the rest. That's, that's the visionary that we're talking about here, mm-hmm. right? Like, I'm kind of like that. I, <laughs> I have ideas all the time, and then I walk away, and I'm like, okay, forget that idea. I'll yeah. come back to it later. And I think that's kind of what some visionaries will struggle with. I know it's something that I struggle with a lot is if you guys have ever heard of shiny object syndrome, it's where you just jump from each new thing to the next. You're like, one day you're like, bro, I'm going to make money with affiliate marketing. And then the next day you're like, bro, I'm going to make money from wholesaling houses. And the next day you're like, bro, I'm going to go plant trees and make money. Like, I'm so smart. I got this covered. (laughs) And like, you had three separate ideas across three separate days and kind of did a little bit of research and then moved on. Mm -hmm. And that happened to me so much. Like, Jacob, you have no idea how often this happens to me where I'm like, that is such a good idea. And then I go look at it. And I, I kind of think about it for a little bit, and then I kind of forget about it. You know, right. like I literally have tabs open here for affiliate marketing that I haven't looked at in a week. <laughs> the visionary that, and if you're a visionary, if you're if you're sitting here thinking like, you know, man, I'm always thinking the long term. I always have new ideas. The if you if you kind of identify with this with this general outline of a visionary, that is awesome. You know, like yeah, like like you're the kind of person who's gonna who's gonna have ideas, who's gonna lead other people, but you have to be careful because like I said, you might suffer from shiny object syndrome. You're gonna have to watch out for jumping from idea to idea and you're gonna have to watch out for not executing on your ideas because if you go through a hundred ideas in a year, then and never execute on any of them, then you'll be in the exact same place that you started. Right. Right? Cause yeah, no. Ideas left at the temple of inspiration will forever be worshipped. Like, if you never actually move beyond that inspiration step, you're just going to worship that idea forever and think about it and be like, man, that'd be cool. But then you never actually do it. Yeah. I'm going to jump in real quick here and and kind of, uh, I mean, just piggyback on what you were saying there. I think I'm definitely a visionary myself, and I hadn't really thought about that whole shiny object syndrome thing before you mentioned it, but I, I started to look back, and I remember sort of right when I got into like my self-development, business development stage, I mean, almost two years ago now, I remember I ended up in a position where I was working on, I remember like nine different business ideas at the exact same time. Yep. I mean, I literally was trying to run nine businesses. I had I had tutoring, I had a affiliate marketing site, I had a different, I had like three or four different websites. I had Team Financial Freedom, I had my, my Fiverr business, I had my custom t-shirt business and like others that I can't even remember. I was literally trying to grow nine businesses at the exact same time for like probably three months. I was legitimately thinking that that was possible. Obviously it was not. I think my limit is around three and that's what I'm at right now. But I mean, it's just something that I think a lot of visionaries struggle with. I know Chase, I mean, as you you were talking i was kind of thinking you know you're chase you're probably more of a visionary um than an executor because i i see you just have a lot of these ideas and sort of that shiny object syndrome with each time you call me you got a new idea and i'm like dude we got to implement th- the last idea before we can you know bring in this new idea i mean so i love all the ideas but i guess the flip side is you got to have those executors to help implement those ideas so chase why don't you why don't you explain kind of the executor side of thing yeah, man. And and we can come back to how I'm kind of like more visionary than executor, but a weird mix. We can come back to that. But yeah. executors, right? Like 
this is kind of me, but also not really. I'm more of a visionary, like we kind of talked about. If you are an executor, you are someone who, when you when you have to do something, you're just going to put your head down and you're going to do it. You're going to grind it out. No matter how long it takes, you're going to get it done and you're going to get it done well. Like that is that is your personality. If you know that you have a you have a history of doing that, of just grinding, and once you're given direction, you go, you are probably an executor, right? Like me and Jacob talked about before we started this, we don't want to define you. We don't want to lock you into a role. Don't think that because you generally fit into an executor or a visionary role that you have to be one or the other. Visionaries can still execute and executors can still have ideas. But as an executor, you're probably someone who loves direction. When you're given direction, you can just go. When you, like think back to school, whatever that t- whatever teacher would give you, like a writing teacher, if they gave you an open-ended assignment, they were like, write about, I don't know, trees. You were like what does that even mean? You know, you're sitting there like, crap, I, I have no idea. What do you want me to say about trees? Do you want me to talk me, me to talk about their life cycle? Do you want me to talk about the different types of trees? Do you want me to talk about the, the deforestation across the planet? What do you want me to talk about? Whereas if they're like, we want you to talk about the growth of a tree and its, and its death. We want you to talk to you about a tree life cycle. If you get that direction, once you have that direction, you're like, okay, locked in let's go and then you execute and you just knock that out once you have the direction you know what you're going to do you have all these ideas on how you're going to do it and you go Mm -hmm. so saying that now makes me kind of realize that with executors you have tons and tons of ideas but it's within the direction that you're given once you have direction you have Mm. so many ideas on how to actually go in that direction that you're just going Mm, that really is the difference idea. between a visionary and an executor is a visionary will have ideas out of the freaking blue. Like they'll just have like this, this, this eureka moment where they'll realize and they'll have like a, a new idea that's not connected to anything else they've ever done as compared to an executor who's like, okay, we're going to go with the podcast. They have ideas at inside the podcasting realm where they're just going pop, 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 pop. And they have all these different ideas. And that is the slight difference between a visionary and an executor. Mm. No, I love that. And, Another thing that kind of comes to mind is they always know how to take the next step. They always know how to follow through with the ideas. Once they have the idea and the direction like you were talking about, they know every step you're going to take along the way to achieve that goal. Whereas if you're a visionary, I mean like Chase and I, you're probably more struggling with, okay, we have this idea. Now what the heck do we do? Like how do we implement this? How do we follow through? That was my struggle with all of those businesses was, I mean, one, it's not even realistic to grow nine businesses at the same time. But it was also just a struggle to know like how to take the next step um, each week to to move that business forward. Uh, and so if I had an executor kind of coming along with me, you know that would that would have probably helped a lot more. And that's actually the next point I'm going to bring up. If you're looking at starting a business, or maybe you already have, or maybe you're like us at Team Financial Freedom, and you kind of already had a team. I mean, I think it's really important to recognize one your own. Uh, I mean, which whether you individually are a are a visionary or an executor, but also whether your team members are visionaries or executors, and that's yes. when Chase and I were kind of talking about, like, you know, that you know Terry's definitely a visionary and Donnie's definitely an executor, and we went through that like the whole list of the team, and we kind of put together this idea of who we kind of thought everybody was, 
And that's not to define people and it's not to label them or, or do any of that, but it's just so we have a better understanding and we're going to be able how to work. Each person operates. Right. Yeah. And we're going to be able to work better as a team because now we know, okay, we, if we need a, a good um, big picture thinker, we're going to go to Terry. We're going to go to someone who really um, can think long term. Right. But then if, if he, once he has the idea and then we're like, okay, how do we actually do this? We're going to go to Donnie and we're going to say, Donnie, how can we get this done? How can you help us move this along? And she's going to get it done for us. And so we've kind of started to recognize, you know, the differences in our team. And I guess our piece of advice for you is if you're starting a business or you are working really on any sort of team project, look for, look for people who are the opposite of what you are to kind of partner up with. So if you're a visionary, find an executor who, who can work well with you and who can help implement your ideas. I, I guess my word, of, um, my word of caution here would be, you don't wanna be bossy. As a visionary, you don't wanna like take the role of saying basically, I'm the only one yes. who could have ideas because I'm the visionary. Right. You want to allow them to have ideas, but you're more so kind of taking the lead. I, I'd almost say you're kind of more the leader if you're a visionary. Not that executors can't be leaders, but I would say generally leaders are more on the visionary side than the executor side. And so I guess my, my, yeah, my word of caution there would be, you know, don't be bossy, but find somebody who you, who can help implement your ideas. And then if you're an executor and you know that, I mean, if you could somehow end up in a situation where you can get connected with an awesome visionary who has all these great ideas and just needs someone to help follow through with those ideas, then, you know, you're their guy, you know? So, you know, kind of think about that when you're building your own businesses or, or starting a team project or whatever, look for people who are the opposite of whatever you are. And like for the visionary versus executor example, like I think the greatest example that I can come up with at this moment would be Steve Jobs and uh, oh my God, Wozniak. Yeah, Wozniak. Yeah. Um, they are one of the greatest examples of an executor and a visionary paired as a team because no one can deny that Steve Jobs is probably one of the most innovative visionaries in history, especially in the world of business. Mm -hmm. Because he came up with the idea for a Mac. He came up with the idea for an iPod. He came up with the idea for a straight-up freaking phone. He came up with the idea for an iPhone. He reinvented because uh, he had he made the Apple One, which was Apple's first computer. He made the MacBook, which was Apple's. Or he didn't make the MacBook. He made the Macintosh, which was the Apple's next and like new gen computer he he completely defined the consumer computer space he literally created a business or a an industry and then took control of it and steve jobs had all these ideas and then in the beginning wozniak was the one who built the apple too he was the executor steve said i want oh what if we did this and then wozniak was actually able to go out and build the thing that steve was thinking of and mm -hmm. then as the years went on he had teams of executors underneath of him the macintosh team was 20 freaking people all working together to put this thing for to all working together to create this computer for two and a half years straight mm -hmm. the visionary had a whole team of executors working with him and I think that's a great example of what happens when you pair an amazing visionary and an amazing executor together. You can have something like Apple uh, just appear, you know, <laughs> <laughs> just just appear out of nowhere. You know, just bam, it was there. Right. And no, I love go ahead. So earlier, Jacob, you kind of asked me, you were like, Chase, how do you manage to yep. be both a visionary and an executor? And I think you've kind of you've, you've kind of looked at that question and changed your opinion a little bit as this podcast has gone on. Yeah. And so I would like to speak to your point. Because I recognize that I'm a visionary. I've seen myself get shiny object syndrome. I see myself having all these ideas and jumping from idea to idea to idea. So you talk about how I call you all the time with no ideas. 
I do that both internally and with TFF. Like I, when I have a new idea, I write it down. I literally have a freaking ideas book mm-hmm. because ideas just come out of the blue. You know, like I can't sign, like if you were like, Chase, give me an idea now. I couldn't, I, I couldn't give you anything. Let's be honest. But as a visionary, if you keep taking notes of when all your ideas happen, like I have, I don't know, probably 50 business ideas just jotted down in a notebook somewhere. I can go back to those and be like, oh, this is a cool one. This is a cool one. That was a garbage one, you know, and maybe someday I could actually go and execute on those. Right. And because I recognize that I'm more of a visionary, it's allowed me to also work as an executor because seeing the patterns within myself, seeing the patterns across my lifespan allows me to adapt and change so that I can be more effective as time goes on. I see that I'm a visionary, so I need to force myself and say, look, Chase, you're you're doing it again. You're doing the shiny object syndrome. So Mm. what we need to do is we need to write this down. We might come back to it later, and then let's go execute on the thing that we're already doing, right? Mm. And so when I started my podcast, like I had the idea for the podcast, and... I don't think I was doing this as consciously back then, but I had the idea for the podcast and I was like, ah, I've done, I've thought I had so many other ideas in the last year. I, I'm just going to do this. I'm just going to do this thing and actually get it done so I can build my confidence. Because that's the other thing. And sometimes visionaries, you're going to suffer from a lack of confidence. That is something that I've, that I've kind of had before is mm-hmm. because you have all these ideas, but then you never actually do any of them. So you start to think like, oh man, I didn't do that. And I didn't do that. And I didn't do that. And you think of all these losses that you've had losses, quote unquote, but when you actually have an idea and then you sit down and you execute on that idea, that is you, you have to force yourself to do that because if you don't, you're never going to go anywhere. It's going to be back to that 100 ideas in a year, but you're never going to execute on that idea. You, know? mm-hmm. you don't want to end up there. So I have actively tried to make myself into more of an executor, actively worked to make myself a person who follows through on my ideas, who chooses the best idea and works towards that goal. Mm. Yeah, I like that. I mean, I've done the exact same thing. I have a running list of probably 50 to 100 business ideas of businesses that I want to implement at some point. But what I've kind of started to do and realize is that I have to limit myself. And I mean, in order to stay grounded, I have to limit myself to the number of ideas that I can be working on at one time. And so I know, I, I think it was like yesterday or the day before, you called me with an idea about getting the podcast on radio shows. And I was yeah. like, you know, that, that's a decent idea. It's cool. I mean, but we maybe can't we do could, it yet. right? We we can't even begin to work on that yet because right now we need to focus on monetization. We need to focus on these sponsorships. Yep. We got to focus on these other things, the blog writing, before we could um, even consider working on that. And so I would definitely recommend if if you are more on the visionary side, write down those ideas. You don't want to forget them. They're all great ideas. It's just maybe right now isn't the best time to implement them. You might need to save them for later once the time is right. So I guess if you are a visionary, just try to almost limit yourself in a sense of the number of things you could take on at once. I don't want to say that and have you you know, never do anything because that's definitely not what we want. But, but once you decide you're going to do something, I guess the, the struggle with visionaries is that they sometimes don't follow through with it. So yep. if yep. you're a visionary, you have to pick your ideas and then follow through with it. And once it's completed, uh, you either figured out this is going to work or it's not going to work, then move on to the next idea. Um, and until then, you know, follow through, take each individual step uh, until you've, I guess, got to the end point of that idea. I, I guess that would kind of be my advice for visionaries. Chase, do you yes. have any, I mean, final advice for executors, maybe how they could become um, more, more of a visionary? I'd say as an executor, like you need, uh, you thrive on direction. Once you have, once you've, once you have this big idea, you can just run towards it and just dominate. 
Like that is your thing. So I'd say if you're an executor, like if you look at yourself and you know that, you know, big ideas aren't your thing, but just executing on an idea is your thing, maybe try and find someone who's a visionary, find someone who's a, who has all these ideas and offer to partner with them to work with them towards becoming even better. Or, or alternatively, if you don't want to partner with someone, steal someone else's idea. Go on freaking YouTube. There's a thousand business ideas on there. Once you have that idea, just go for it. Mm-hmm. Like, like affiliate marketing. Like if you're an executor, look up a freaking YouTube tutorial, then you have that idea, and then you can execute on it. You know what I mean? So yeah. if you're an executor, either find a visionary in your life or in, in your vicinity who you can work with, who both of you can team up and become this power couple and just knock stuff out, or go steal someone else's ideas. borrow them we'll call it borrowing yeah borrowing for the greater good yes borrowing for the greater good that's all i really got to say about uh this subject you got anything else you want to add yeah matt i i think this is i think that's it i I, well one last little thing is like if you're a visionary and you want to build a business you got to build them one at a time all those business ideas that you had you can come back to eventually especially if you're if you're a teen if you're listening to this podcast you've got another 50 good years dude like That's something I got to remind myself of. I got another 50 years. I can do affiliate marketing in 2022 if I want once I have everything else locked in. So build your businesses, take your ideas, and do them one at a time. And someday you'll build multiple streams of income and you'll be crazy successful. (laughs) Yep, for sure. All right, guys, we're going to wrap this episode up here. Hope you enjoyed it, and uh, we will catch you guys in the next one. All right, guys, you have a great day. Thank you so much for tuning into the Teen Financial Freedom Podcast. Jacob, this was this was really, really awesome and can't wait time. for the next one, bro. Yep. Thank you for listening to the Teen Financial Freedom Podcast. We would greatly appreciate it if you could subscribe, leave a review, and share this with someone who needs it.